Well, hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Purposeful Marketing Podcast. Aaron Mary James here. Got another topic for you. As we have new listeners, I do kind of want to frame it for us. Again, this is a space where we can have conversations and dialogue about maybe the ideas, the tactics, the strategy that impacts us every single day as a practitioners. Um, again, we're taking guests. Uh, I want to talk to real marketers about the real problems. And um, for the three of us, we're just never going to assume what we talk about is not important to you. We're just going to keep talking about it. So here we go today. The topic is internal marketing. I'll kind of just briefly talk about it and I'll throw it over to Mary because she's the one who brought this hot button issue to us. So as a marketer, I think you experience this pain quite a bit is you're constantly dealing with the technical nitty gritty. You're constantly dealing with having to deliver results, goals. And through that process, through that noise, um, it gets lost. Like, what are we actually trying to do? So therefore, you have to be really good at talking about your ideas, your process, showing your work, because this internal marketing can actually help you get things off the ground. So I'll kind of throw it over to you, Mary, and we'll kind of start with your <laughs> that what you saw earlier um, last week, and then we kind of bring it from there. Yeah, so um, I totally agree that internal marketing, the way that you described it, Aaron, I agree with your definition, is really important, especially if you're an in-house marketer and you're looking to move up in your company. You have to be good at communicating what you're doing, why you're doing it, and what results you're achieving from those objectives. Um, I do think, though, the hot button issue I had was someone on LinkedIn recently posted that all great marketers, so all great marketers, are great communicators and know how to sell their vision or idea to the right person. Now, okay, I kind of agree with that. It's pretty good. Um, but then he goes on to say, you know, there's some brilliant marketers that just can't get stuff done because they don't understand why it matters to the person who they're trying to get involved. So this could be you know, your VP of marketing or sales, your CEO, uh, subject matter expert who you want to get buy-in from. So this person is saying you need to do almost like a pre-meeting or a pre-selling of your idea or vision. And to do that, you have to explain what's in it for them, how it'll affect the company, um, why they should spend a few hours creating it. So you have to think about the other people first and the things they care about. I think that's a great quality to have in a marketer, especially from a customer perspective. But like the thing that aggravates me so much about this um, call out is that marketers in-house, especially at industrial, which is what I'm most familiar with, they make like sixty-five to $75,000 a year. So they are paid to like wear a zillion hats. They have to coordinate trade shows. They have to write brochures. They have to manage the website. They have to write email campaigns. And now you're asking them to, on, in addition to that, make sure you're really selling your new ideas to this person because that's what's going to make you a great marketer. And it's just like, it just aggravates me so much because like the pay scale just doesn't, it just doesn't equate to what that should be doing. And I think my own in-house experience definitely is coloring my perspective because I tried to do this as someone who was definitely getting underpaid as a marketer for all the things they were doing. And it just doesn't work. Like if you don't have the CEO buy-in, like if the CEO is not ready to hear your message, no amount of empathy is going to get you in their head. Like it's just not going to work. So I just did not like that he separated out that it has to be only great marketers 
are going to be able to sell their vision or ideas. Because if that person's not ready to receive your message, it's never going to happen. And that doesn't make you any less of a marketer. Mary Q. Okay, that was great. <laughs> um, all right. So, J James, I want to give you a chance to just kind of respond to that and talk about internal marketing in general, and then um, maybe we can move to the next topic. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have much. I think I, I agree with Mary in that, um, you know, there's like this idea that, um, oh, like leadership doesn't have time to um, understand what they maybe need to understand about what everyone in their company is doing. Um, you know, so you need to be good at synthesizing your work and presenting it to them and showing them what we should be, maybe changes we should be making X, Y, Z. Um, and I, I just think like, you know, once you become a director or a, uh, CEO or a president or an owner, you don't like have less time in the day than other people. You don't necessarily all of a sudden have more kids, more problems, more friends, more social, like, no. We get the same amount of time. We've got the same amount of time. Either you either you have time to learn the things you need to learn to do your job well as a leader, or you still have the time, but you're just not taking it. Or you have other priorities. So, you know, I tend to lean towards uh, you know, the idea that if you don't have time to understand something and determine whether or not it's valuable, then you shouldn't be then you should delegate the responsibility of understanding um, like what decisions should be made about that. And you should trust other people. Um, that's like a perfectly healthy decision. Um, so, I mean, I kind of land with Mary in terms of like, you know, everything can't be bottom up. You know, everything can't be the marketing specialist's responsibility. So like, Oh, the marketing specialist is responsible for understanding, you know, the myriad of elements at play when the CEO is developing the entire business strategy. You hear this all the time. Like every marketer needs to understand everything about how sales works, about how finance works, about how, you know, basic, like all these economic principles, like, and <laughs> the CEO doesn't need to understand marketing. Like, get out of here with that. So I, you know, I'm, I'm right there with Mary in terms of like, you know, leadership's attitude is going to tell you a lot. And so it is frustrating to hear something like that. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't change the fact that you're going to hear it. And maybe, you know, that person's in a leadership positions for reasons that, you know, might be beyond our understanding. Maybe they've earned it in some way, you know, but it, no matter how much they act like it. So there, there is an amount that it is your job to deal with this problem. So it is, it is a problem we're talking about. Um, even if I'm kind of with Mary in that there are elements of it that are total BS. Yeah. I think that's a great deconstruction for both of you. And I, I think where this goes wrong and what it reminds me of is, um, but being in the strategist role, it's, um, do I need to know everything all the time? Or do I need to be very clear on what I don't know and what I need to learn? And I think that's where internal marketing can become a great process for you to actually start to do it. Because at the end of the day, in these some of these examples, like we did an episode on control. 
not everything's in your control, right? So the CEO doesn't get it, the CEO doesn't get it. Um, but you can always get better at explaining your thinking, um, showing others um, why you're going to select something versus not or do something versus not. I think, again, that's why internal marketing can be so great for you in your career and also um, make you just a better communicator in general. Um, I do think, I think it's interesting um, for like leadership, kind of what you're saying, James, is I, I think you have to have very strong, clear vision and be able to articulate that clearly so people can follow it. And I think as marketers like us who maybe um, really evolved by being very tactical heavy, it's like we really know how to do this tactic very well and proficient. Then we get in a leadership role. It's like we cannot explain every single problem through the minute detail of tactics all the time, right? It's got to go a level higher. Um, so people who are not on the same level of you on that particular example can just understand what you're saying. And I think that's really important. Um, I totally agree that this should not be on the marketer's case. Like this should just not be handed over to marketers and be like, you are the experts on communication. You need to get better at it. I think everyone needs to get better at communication, right? Like we're all people and we all talk to each other through communication. So I think that's where we can really um, start to grow and get better. So that it doesn't get lost. I do want to yeah. call out and say that I totally agree about um, like, I think what I've noticed is people that struggle to communicate up typically do so because they think they can explain their way out of something. They, they can explain their way through something um, and get, well, well, let me take you deeper. Like you'll understand this if I take you one step deeper. And when in fact, like they've just failed to connect the thing they're talking about to the things that, you know, that like, just like the person that Mary's talking about pointed out, like you failed to figure out how this connects to what matters to this person's role. I, I do think that like, if someone was going to take away, like maybe some advice from this, it's probably going to be that thing you said, that's like, try and go one level up, like just try and take a more 300 foot view of something um, when you, when you're talking about it or evaluating it on your own. Yeah, I also think, and I'm about to throw it to you, Mary, after I ask this question. So I, I think what happens, right, is like you are your only job function in marketing. <laughs> like I am the paid media guy. So therefore, everything comes from the paid media lens and I get upset when paid media things happen, right? And like, that's how I articulate it. Now, as a strategist, you have to look at everything holistically and be able to talk about that high level. Is there any tips you have doing that or just things that have worked for you as a strategist? Yeah, I think um, you were really good at this. I learned a lot from you, Aaron, like shadowing you as a strategist. You're really good at this, like slowly educating people on like what we were reporting on and why it matters. Because in the end, marketing is such a small part of their day-to-day -day and of their job function that taking a step back and saying, remember why we're doing this, this is what we're doing and why is super important. So I do like that part of internal marketing, just explaining why the things we're doing are important for the business overall. Um, where I think it can go wrong is exactly what James said, where instead of like trying to make it simpler and easier for people to understand, you just like over explain it and then you get caught in a rabbit hole or you try to explain things you don't know about. So, you know, we were talking just before this about AI and chat GBT. 
if you don't know anything about it, just say you don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's okay to say that. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's a great point is um, too often with internal marketing, we're trying to explain things that we don't know anything about and maybe we don't need to do that. So subtract from your communication. Again, you don't need to know everything. Like you just don't, like no one's asking you to do that. One question for you, James, as again, you're a leader of a department and sometimes you do have to do internal marketing with other departments to get buy into maybe what's best for your team. Do you just have any thoughts on that or any um, kind of tips for anyone? I don't know. I think that, I think that, I think that thinking about something like that from a perspective of marketing is a trap. <laughs> it's that's just a trap. I, I think that, um, I think that when you're talking about like, I don't know if someone's in a position where maybe they feel like they need to advocate for, um, their team in a way, like when, when decisions are being made or, um, something like that, that, um, if your advocacy feels like marketing, then it's not going to go like, like you're, you're among your peers. You ought to be able to be very human and, um, vulnerable and communicate in a very open way. Um, and, and there's something about thinking about that as the same as internal marketing or talking about, you know, your initiatives or how we need to change things or, how we present those changes is a little bit different. I would, I think Um, like if I'm, if I'm worried about, Oh gosh, we need to like present these changes in a certain way um, so that we don't like upset my team or some other team. It's like, we're getting involved too late. (laughs) Like we need to be making changes with, with people in mind. Um, So, uh, I don't know if I have much to say from, from that point, but I think in terms of like interdepartmental marketing, what I think of is like, okay, we have a new product. Um, Not everyone in the company worked on this new product. Some of the people in the company worked on the old product and still work on the old product. Um, Some of the people in the company might not be familiar with this new product. Um, we need, like, it's great if we can get everyone in the company to understand what this is, buy into like how we expect this to change the company, you know, things like that. I think that, um, and you know, Aaron, you talked about this a little before, um, before we got on, I don't know exactly what you said, but there's an amount that like, it's, it's a great test. You know, if you're a marketer and you have a role in, hey, you you should play a role in how we talk about this new product within the company. That is a great place to find out if you're any good at talking about this product. Um, like you, it's a great place to find out if your, you know, if your copy is full of shit, if you are, you know, not, you know being fair to uh, what else is out there. If you're not, you know, so I think there's an amount that like some of the challenges of internal marketing, if you have to do it, your audience can be really tough. Um, and the feedback can be really immediate. Um, so 
that's kind of like a gauntlet that it's great to put yourself through every now and then um, because it makes your it makes you a lot better uh, to do it that way versus writing for customers, finding out over the course of four months that what's working and what's not working kind of based on data. Um, like internal marketing frequently is something that you can get pretty immediate feedback on. Um, and pretty direct feedback on, and it feels like really personal because these are your peers. And so I, I think that that can be, that's like why I think it's a challenge that that people should want to throw themselves into because you, you've never had better opportunities to get feedback and get better and, and make your work better. Yeah, I love that James separated internal marketing from just internal communication. I think that like that point should not be lost. Like there's a huge difference between just being able to communicate well with your peers versus like educating someone on a new product, getting buy-in on a marketing initiative. Like that's yeah, that's very important. I just didn't I wanted to make sure that point didn't get lost. Totally. Let's talk about feedback cuz I think if you go on and get good at internal marketing, you have to be exceptional at feedback. And I think in two ways, like one is um, I will do the empathy route too. Um, but the first way is kind of what um, James is saying is just practicing stuff and getting feedback. Again, that's why I'm a huge proponent of recording looms or recording myself all the time. Um, that's how I got better at public speaking. I got immediate feedback from those videos and people told me if they're good or not. Right. So I think that's one is like show your work, get constant feedback. Um, and if you're not doing that, you're probably working in a silo. <laughs> And people don't really understand what you're doing. So that's a place you don't want to be. And I think the empathy component is um, we often forget to ask others how they're feeling. And I think when we get into this um, zone and flow of work, especially as all of us are remote here, um, it's like you just jump in, <laughs> you know, like, let me start this tactic. Let's start talking about this report. It's great to take that step back and just say, wait, how do you feel? Because you do have to understand emotions if you're going to get better at internal marketing and communication in general. Um, I think that's something I've been trying to improve on too, because you just jump, like dive right in <laughs> and you're like, the results will speak for itself, but they still have to feel good about them. Like if the world ran by logic, it'd be a much different place. Right. So I think emotions definitely can help you. And if you understand empathy, they'll help you in internal marketing as well. All right. So where do you want to take this internal marketing? I think we've really talked about what it is, um, how you can get better at it where it gets wrong. Any last minute tips for the, the listeners? I would say when I was doing internal marketing, when I was in-house at an industrial company as a marketing specialist, um, it was not difficult. So I hear a lot of feedback on, I can't get my SMEs to cooperate. I can't get them to take this seriously. I can't get my CEO to get buy-in. I did not have an issue with this because I found the right people so I didn't have to sell anything. I didn't have to tell them what was in it for them. As soon as I told them what my idea was, or they even brought me into an idea, just knowing that I was someone who could get stuff done, might've been a, a bit more visionary than anybody else in the company. Like it wasn't hard. So I think that's another thing that kind of ticked me off about that post is like, it made it seem so difficult to do internal marketing when my experience was, internal marketing done right wasn't difficult. Like I didn't have to sell anyone because people just, I found the people who got it or the people who got it found me. And the only time I did have an issue was the time that I told you guys where 
it was difficult because the CEO or my marketing leader specifically wasn't ready to hear my message. Like they just weren't. And I tried a few times. And once I realized this is just, you know, a rock and a hard place, like just stop, you know, don't make your life any harder. You're not getting paid enough to make your life that difficult. Okay. I think an important point you have, and I'll throw it to James is um, timing can be a part of internal marketing. And I, I am a bad culprit of this is like, is this the right time to say this thing? Like you may know that um, we need to fix something. So you try to point it out now. Um, I think that can hurt internal marketing, right? Is you have to be really good at, is this the right time to say this thing? And, and that will help you out. James, do you have any comments on internal marketing before we wrap up? Not really. I, I do think that um, it's, I think that it's worthwhile whenever you're doing any, whenever you're performing any activity or thinking about performing an activity or doing R and D into something, um, thinking about like what its actual value is. Why is this valuable? Um, you know, what is, what is my immediate goal? Is that the goal of my department? Is that the goal of X, you know, person that oversees my department? Is that, you know, how is this actually impacting like the ecosystem that is my company? Um, and at, if you are doing that all the time, if you're evaluating your work like that all the time, it becomes pretty natural to be able to find the right person, find the person who gets it that you need buy-in from. Um, but also to communicate about a project to that person in the right way um, without adding a ton of work to your plate or without, you know, forcing yourself to get super tactical without, you know, I think that having that understanding is just a good exercise and you don't have to be good at it right away. I, you know, like the, I think the expect, the thing that Mary and I both would push back on is, is that guy's assertion that you know, this is part of your responsibility and this is part of what will make you good at your job. It's really not, you can do your job without new ideas. Um, you know, but, uh, it is a really, it is a really good practice, um, to instill in yourself from like a career growth perspective and like just a improving your own work and figuring out what about your work matters. Like those things, are really valuable. Um, but if you don't, if you don't feel like you understand all that, it doesn't mean that you can't do your job. Um, like, so that's, that's really my only message about it, which was probably a really long message. I don't know how long I was talking, but <laughs> perfect amount of time. Yeah. I think that's a great summary to everything we were discussing. And most important point is you don't have to be good at it right now. And I think all three of us would say it's a kind of a journey for us to get better. We're going to keep working at it. So we'll wrap up there, listeners. Um, if you have thoughts on internal marketing, DM us. Uh, let us know. You know, We love feedback that way as well. We are taking guests. Um, just raise your hand. Just send me a message. You can come on. We can talk about anything. Again, these conversations are valuable to at least someone. That's why we want to have them. You can find this on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts. Everything's on YouTube now. It's available where you want to spend your time. It is there. So take it easy. Get better at internal marketing. We'll be there for you. Thanks, everyone. Peace.